And we're back on Money Talk. I'm Andrew Work, and we are now taking a look at mainland China and what's happening there with our view from mainland China with uh, Yanan Wu, the chairman and CEO of Surf and Group, coming at us from, I believe, Shanghai today. Yes, Andrew. How are you this morning? I'm talking, speaking from the Huangpu River, the bound. Wow. Uh, from Shanghai. Great. I hope you have a nice view of it. Yeah, not very nice. Okay. So in the morning. morning. <laughs> so specific, yeah. specifically, a view of the Bund in Shanghai. Uh, but later, but uh, just before we get into it, you're going to be in Hong Kong later this week. Is that right? That's right. We have, uh, you know, it's going to sponsor the Greenwich Economic Forum. It's uh, organized by Hong Kong Stock Exchange and Greenwich uh, Hedge Fund Association. So uh, we have a two days event on June 15th, 16th, and lots of uh, you know investment industries professionals and executives will come over to Hong Kong. You know, that's the attention, hot attention for the recent months. Hong Kong after Web3, uh, you know, super hot event uh, last month. Okay, well, I know you're on the speaker rostrum, which is how I picked up on it. So good, good to see that's going to be happening. But getting into getting into what's happening with China now, um, you know, I'm kind of getting all my my reports coming in, and I'm seeing the D word showing up a lot deflation what is going on yeah yeah i think uh, uh, probably people don't want to are, are, are reluctant to talk about the word but uh, if you look at the economic numbers uh, it does show some uh, uh, very weak uh, demand uh, on the domestic side and you know it both uh, manufacturing and non-manufacturing uh, the recent uh, may uh, manufacturing PMI continues to drop, you know, 0.4% to 48.8%, uh, which is still below the expansion. And uh, even the non-manufacturing PMI has dropped to 54.5%. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and the PPI, of course, uh, the most recent uh, PPI is continued on the negative side is uh, minus 4.6. Uh, even the CPI is barely 0.2%. So really, I think if you look at the production side, uh, the new orders continue uh, are very weak. And if you look at the demand side, you know, it's uh, also it hasn't picked up yet. Uh, so I think uh, post-COVID, uh, people would feel the production will bring back their at the uh, energy and also uh, the consumer will come to uh, consumption market and drive up their consumption demand but uh, the numbers actually show the otherwise so hmm. so with the m2 and uh, 12% and social financing actually uh, still uh, five year low so that's kind of paradox so far yeah, I mean, I guess China's taking the hit on both fronts because it, it looks like, uh, for example, North American consumers are not buying stuff anymore. They, they bought stuff during COVID to have in their homes when they were stuck there, but now they are spending on services, they're spending on travel where prices are sky high. Uh, they're spending on technology, not good so much, but technology services. So China's not going to be able to get any of that upside, are they? I mean, from factory exports. Yeah, the exports uh, uh, also show, uh, you know, uh, a weaker trend. I think the, uh, you just mentioned, I think, on U.S. because of the rate hike. So the consumption activity, of course, uh, slows compared to the, during the COVID time when the, they get subsidies from the government. Mm-hmm. So they, you know, it takes time to change electronics, you know, talking about iPad, iPhone. You cannot do, you know, to, to change every year. So it's so really... 
the consumption activity in U.S. also slowed down, and that shows in the China's economic, uh, export numbers. The domestic size, uh, you know, when we look at the May Golden Week, Mm-hmm. Uh, although the number of tourists actually picked up, you know, uh, really re- fully recovered. Uh, if you look at the number of tourists from the 2019, but actually the spending on the tourist revenue uh, still hasn't uh, fully recovered yet. So I think the consumers are more rational to spend and also uh, probably spend less uh, when they travel. Yeah, and uh, yeah. they save save for the future. I would say, yeah. This this really seems to be the trend, especially among younger people. We had the big the big barbecue uh, craze at the city in central China. We talked about on this show, yeah. because, but people were going because social media influencers said go because it's cheap. So, uh, another big one this week was a woman who came to Hong Kong and was like, "Here's how you can have a good time in Hong Kong without getting a hotel room. Just yeah. you know, stay out all <laughs> night and enjoy Hong Kong's yeah. vibrant nightlife." I mean, this is this is a really big shift because I mean. People all thought that the Chinese consumer was going to save the world, and it, it seems to be going the other way around. Is is another reason that the Chinese consumer may not be spending is because they're worried they're going to get hit with higher local taxes? Are they are they getting the message about the indebtedness of whether state level, city level, municipalities, and how how hard up for money they are, and they're afraid the government might start coming after them with higher taxes? Yeah, the the, the local government revenue, as you pointed out, is really a uh, I think uh, got uh, too much hot attention. Uh, you're talking about barbecue from Zibo in the central yeah, part of yeah, China, yeah. and uh, the government really being creative to attract uh, tourists and uh, attract uh, to increase the local revenue. I think the main uh, reason behind is the uh, the land. You know, used to be the government revenue model is based on the land sales, mm-hmm. uh, land sales, and uh, you know, recent take a recent example from Kunming. You know the city, the capital city from the southern province, and uh, the land sales actually drops. Uh, you know, seventy percent. Uh, you know, as of now, uh, compared to two thousand uh, prior to COVID. So I think the government, uh, the central government, wants to ch- re-change uh, the model for economic development rather than property development and uh, big spending on land sales, but actually transform to so-called high quality development models. So that gives a lot of pressure on local government, uh, you know, revenues, and also they still have a large working force for, uh, you know, government employees and staffs and health care benefits paid to them. So that uh, creates, and also, you know, during the three years, the uh, spending on uh, PCR tests and, uh, you know, all the uh, the, 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 the COVID uh, yeah, medical measures. So that costs a lot of, lot of the budget. Yeah. So that's one reason. The other reason is the young, the youngsters, the youngsters, the, you know, the recent uh, young uh, youth unemployment number between age, uh, you know, 18 to 24 is uh, reach about 21%. Ouch. So, so yeah, so that's, the local use. Uh, unemployment is yeah. a huge problem. Yen and Wu, thank you for joining us as always on Money Talk. We're out of time. Wish we had more. Um, that's Yen and Wu, the chairman and CEO from the Surfing Group.